Why, hello there, hello there, and welcome back to the wonderful, currently somewhat smelly and wet world of Alcastria and our Pathfinder 2 actual play. Let's join our definite heroes now with their uh, first questionable action of the night. Hello! Hello. Alrighty, we stopped on a very uh, somewhat questionable scene. Arbalist, while you were basically fixing yourself up in the background, uh, Vega and Kane went to peruse the corpses. One of the uh, first things we ran into, those boys are dead, relatively boring, covered in junk. We leave them alone. But we move over to uh, Mr. Returned. And Kane, you said you really liked those uh, spells that were inscribed on his arms. Yeah, I skinned them for him. Yeah, so he whipped out the, uh, the flesh knife and decided to uh, just cut those bad boys off. I believe yep. I already added the item to your inventory, I think. Yeah, I have it. Excellent. I feel like I should clarify, <laughs> this is skin. Somewhat hairy skin. That makes you feel any better. Maybe worse. Who knows? I mean, you can maybe make something out of it. Yeah. For you, Kane, when you see this dude, is your first reaction to, you know, just uh, cut off that top layer? Or do you, like, start to jot it down and realize this will take too long? I mean, I'd probably jot it down. And then if we have time, I'd skid him. Okay. Because then I'd have two copies, technically. Perfect. So as you're jotting it down, you kind of finish that. Uh, Vega's probably assisting and whatnot, rolling the body, moving him over since he fell over in a lump. And then you think, eh, it'd be better to uh, get to cutting. So you whip those knives out and uh, Vega, as you're helping him, what are you thinking? Um, I'm actually really not sure. Perfect. So you, you just don't react at all? Yeah, I'll, ju I'll just help. No, no comments, no anything. You were down to skin it last week. I mean, I'm <laughs> down to skin it. I just don't know how I feel about it. That's fine. Fair enough. There's nothing wrong with it's this. It's a little bit different from skinning an animal. I mean, he's pretty furry. Let's see. You just close your eyes, yeah. Pretend it's a skunk or something. As you begin to cut away with these uh, flesh knives, you get about halfway done on one arm, and you notice his blood is running notably slower than probably it should be. Uh, he did just die not too long ago, but his blood's also thicker, from what you can tell, as you're kind of cutting away. It actually makes the task uh, a little bit easier. The, the flesh isn't so tightly bound to his body as it probably should be. As you kind of cut away, though, Vega, you're moving him around. And occasionally, after things die, if you were to move the body, you know, when gases build up in the gut and such, corpses, quote unquote, will cough or wheeze or make a noise. That is a relatively normal case, except he's only been dead for about 20 minutes. As you kind of roll them over, you indeed hear one of these sighs, except the sigh goes on for a little too long. And as you roll them back the other way, you hear not just sighing, but almost a mumbling. And you can see his lips just barely moving. I'm going to take out my non-blood knife stab and him. stab him. Where do you stab him? Uh, the heart. Or where I assume the heart to be. All right. As you I don't go know to... if he needs his heart. Probably not as much as he used to. As you go to stab him in the heart, his eyes shoot open and his body jolts for just a second and he's staring off into space. He's not looking at either of you. There's no scream of pain. You continue and finish cutting off one of these, Kane, and like a machine turning off, he ceases. The rest of the inscriptions on the other arm, I assume you jumped to that one? Uh, I'd probably have Vega stab him a few more times, but yeah. I'm actually going to cut off the other arm. Okay. And then we'll skin it when it's not still attached to this weirdo. I might as well cut off the head as well. 
Ooh, good idea. I'll just do that as well. Turn them into giblets. Just keep chopping. All right, as you uh, just start cutting away at this guy, not really sure where to start. Would you start at the arm or the, or the head? Uh, arm. As you start at the arm, some magic or leftover bit still resides within his body as he slowly turns to the arm. No anger. Still looking out. And considering you're quite intimate with his body currently, you do hear him say as a whisper, kind of gurgling through the blood that a flint carousd out of him. It wasn't enough. Still so weak. And you're able to hack off his arm. Once again, does not react to this whatsoever. Dude, you're dead. I was already dead when we started fighting him. As you say that, a small laugh escapes his throat. Dead. Thought I'd have nothing more to fear. Coughs a few more times, then his body kind of goes limp again after you cease cutting him. And then I'll go for the head. You do that, and he's clearly trying to say something else, but you, uh, you know, cut through the thing he's using to speak, so you just hear sputtering. Not fighting against you, it's very light. But you do end up removing his head, cane, you end up cutting the thing off his arm, and past this point, he remains silent. The arm, the fingers on the arm, move ever so slightly, but when you finish, they stop. All right, anyone can tell if this thing's um, actually dead now? <laughs> I mean, I can detect magic and see if there's, like, anything extra weird about him besides dead freak. The magic is definitely uh, in the arms. From what you can tell, there's nothing coming from his direction. So the arms were keeping him alive, maybe? No, uh, you can't tell this, but your feeling is more so there was magic residing in them that allowed him to cast the spell. Is there, like, anything noticeable, like, inside of his body? The parts we haven't cut off? Are we autopsying him? Sure. All right, are we going quick or, see, or are we going uh, carefully? I just want to see, like, if there's anything like else still left in him that's magical that's letting him still speak when he should be dead. Sure. Are you, are you going for a quick cut or trying to be careful? Uh, probably just a quick cut. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me medicine real quick. Oh, boy. You should be too good to this, right? With a 16, as you uh, cut into him relatively quickly, you probably rupture a few organs and such, maybe not precisely used to where everything is, and they begin to seep out slowly. But from what you can tell, there's nothing inside him out of the ordinary that would be keeping him alive. Uh, most likely interacting with these blades is what caused his body to, at the last second, react. Um, if you were to cut him with the flesh knives again, yes, his body would move. If you cut him with a regular knife... I knew you shouldn't have used those, damn it! Then he wouldn't move mean, at all. It's fine. It's fine. You're, as you're asking for trouble. It's fine. I mean, He's now we know what they dead. do. Now, you do notice, definitely, 100%, parts of his body have been adjusted, moved. After you cut into him, you notice there are various scars I haven't fully, fully cured over and were uh, not rapidly shut, but very forcefully shut. Uh, clearly a skilled hand, but they were working quickly. Many parts of his body look like they were adjusted or moved out, swapped, things of that nature. He is not fully the knoll he was on birth. Well, uh, maybe I can experiment with flesh knives later. I protest. I mean, self-suturing surgery knife? No, I, I disagree. This is bad. Bad juju. Yeah, right, fine. We would say uh, during cutting him up, since we went pretty quick, it'd be about five or so minutes. So I'll heal you guys a little. Uh, by the time you're most definitely done, Arbalist, you're able to join the group as they're uh, cutting into the body and kind of just doing their thing. What was I doing again? Healing, healing yourself. Yeah, 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 you're healing yourself. And other than that, while you guys are waiting, 
I mentioned that the cave was relatively silent, but looking up along the walls and the ceiling, uh, they all end in a curve. So there's no corners to the ceiling. You can tell that there's some form of growth that is not along the entirety of the ceiling, but more so in patches from what you can see. Some of the ceiling melds into a stone, some of it dirt that has been very, very powerfully compacted. Uh, it looks as if some of the ceiling probably cracked and fell down due to the quakes or something along those lines. Or maybe some of it, this is part of the design. It's honestly a little too old to tell. This has been here for quite some time. But this goo that you can see in patches on both the walls and the ceiling, you know, most assuredly, should not be there. And occasionally you hear squelching sounds in the distance. Uh, squelching sounds in which direction? Kind of coming from everywhere. They are infrequent and not coming towards you. They are just sort of happening. I will say for both Kane and Arbalist, you heard these sounds before uh, two more of these friends decided to jump on you. Uh, definitely keep an eye on the roof. Yeah. Stealing. Well, uh, I think we're oh, done yeah. with the body. Yeah, we're, and we're looking for things. I forgot. Yes. What is it? Blood, bone, and soul? Yeah. Keeping an eye on the ceiling. You said there was something weird about this area, right? The area to the north, you notice that the water dips down ever so slightly. Don't leave me, I can't see. Hurry what? up! You have a torch, right? I do, I just haven't lit it, because it's not the like permanent one. Okay. Not a big deal. Uh, as your group looks around, the two things that you felled earlier are indeed quite dead, and they have not moved from their position. <laughs> Anything on the ceiling? Nothing currently on the ceiling as you uh, shine your light upward, but you can see this mucusy substance that is not necessarily dripping down. It looks as if it's going to, then it sort of retracts. Sort of like a gel that's gyrating, like a wave. Should we uh, do something about that, or...? Uh... You got a flame spell, Mr. Magician? <laughs> Any I mean, kind of check to find out what it is first, aside from ooze? It's pretty high up, if you guys have a way of getting up there. Yeah, you could definitely check it out. Well, I have a grappling hook. Not sure how I would use that to get up there. Uh, I mean, there's a rope on the grappling hook, right? Yeah, but I don't have anything to hook it on, basically. Is there anything to hook it on? Nope, just ceiling. Wonderfully flat. Like, I could shoot it inside the goop and get some back so we can study it from up close, I guess, but... Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah, we could try that. <laughs> I'll grapple some ooze. All right, as you shoot it up, mm. it blonks off the ceiling after being slowed down by the ooze, and uh, as the grapple hook hits the floor and you're able to reel it back in, you can see that, yeah, you got a nice little chunk of ooze there. All right. So, what the hell is it? First off, it smells horrible. The closer... Uh, to be expected. Yeah. Very similar to the rest of the cave, now that you're bringing it closer to uh, yourself. Uh, maybe you wish you didn't, but all the same. It seems to have, well, primarily, it's mostly clear. It has a green hue to it, with sort of a purpley ribbon almost running through it, that breaks up and uh, kind of comes into, into pieces. It, it does look like it's actively moving. Uh, so little was taken uh, from the hook, and it did kind of damage it, that you can see upon shining your light up at the ceiling, it's not reacting or freaking out in any way. You heard no cries. But looking at it, it's definitely very sticky, and it honestly just smells very similar to the rotting corpses to your left. Hmm. I don't like this place. It kind of sucks. I mean, uh, some kind of, I don't know, birthing sack, I guess, but... Yeah. Mm. Does you, it look you, like there's something more growing inside of it, or is it, like, yeah. empty? You actually might be onto something. There are certain areas that are thicker than others. This area was relatively thin, 
the larger, thicker zones look as if something could either climb on it with very, very easily as it is rather sticky. Uh, but yes, there are certain sections that look as if maybe something had grown in it at some point or has the potential to grow inside it. All right. Not every corner so of the ceiling is uh, easy to view, but uh, other than that, there is one, well, there's a few more things I, uh, I brain farted and forgot on. Uh, so first and foremost, because you swapped out your weapons demons, go ahead and add 10 gold to offset the old weapon to the new weapon. That price. And then from last week, you all are going to get 160 experience for defeating the enemies and cutting off his arms. Congrats. Need more and, arms. And of course, Wait, a hero we point. Get, we get bonus experience for that? Sure, why not? I'm going to cut the hands off this one as well. Exactly. Um, and also hero point. Make sure you have that. I already have three, so I can't use it. Perfect. And then for Vega and Kane... I would Kane, give it to wife if she wants it, but I can't. For Vega and Kane, since you guys decided to go uh, balls deep in the dead guy, as you were rolling him over Vega, and uh, Kane was cutting into him, uh, something rectangular fell out of his pocket and sort of plopped onto the ground and uh, rolled away from him as he was being cut up and cut into Well, him. I obviously picked it up. It is purplish in hue, and from what you can see on it, there are various inscriptions, very similar to the tower that you all walked away from not too long ago. So... I'm sorry, which tower? The purple one to your northeast. Does it look like it oh, might have one. fallen off the tower? Possibly. There's a lot going on in there. It also could have come off the walls. The walls also have a very similar hue. Let's see if we can solve it somewhere. But first, it, we're going to have to see if we want to do anything about the glob. The ooze. Uh, well, I do want to shine my light, see if maybe there's something hiding in some of these globules. To clarify, it literally covers the entire ceiling of everywhere you've been so far. All right, but there are, are there like patches that are exceptionally darker than the rest? Yes. I don't know. I'll shoot an arrow in it, I guess. I was about to say, I have javelins on me, right? You do, yes. As you shoot an arrow in, it sinks much deeper than you're expecting, signifying that, yes, this does indeed go deeper than the one you shot with the crossbow. That one, you did very audibly hear it bounce off the ceiling. This does not bounce off the ceiling, nor does it return your arrow to you. It sinks in, slows, and just stops. I'm not sure if it did anything, but okay. And then shining your light towards it, Vega. This is a goo specifically is too opaque to see through. You can almost see through like the outer layer, very similar to the stuff that was pulled down from Arbalist. But past that, it's far too murky to see if there's anything in there. You can't even see the tip of the arrow. Not alarming burn. at all. Or freeze. I don't really have fire. I have lightning. And I wouldn't <laughs> want to use Scorching Ray on this anyway. No. Like just catch at this point. Well, sounds like lightning or nothing. Basically. <laughs> Tanglefoot. <laughs> I haven't used it yet. One day. It is cool. I kind of wish I had access to uh, healing mist at this point. Because it does damage to like undead stuff. It might work. Well, the ceiling isn't much of a threat yet. And mm. there was like a, a divot in the water here, right? Indeed. Is there anything special about it? Or is it just a divot? The divot itself, no, but it does lead towards the north of the room. Uh, sort of as if it, it dips down there, like the water's trying to flow there, bouncing off the wall, then flowing back. It's very muddy in that area. Can I so take one? Anyone good in swimming? A hell no. Can I take one of my javelins and uh, poke the water? Near that specific divot area? Yeah. 
Yeah. As you begin to poke around that general area, you actually reveal that there is a thin layer of mud over what seems to be a stone walkway that leads to the north, stopping in a flat wall. Did you just say walkway? Yes. Like paving stones. Wait, wait, hang on. The path leads to the wall? All right, I'll investigate the wall, I guess. Okay. As you begin to uh, push around the wall a bit, you can see that some of this gunk has sort of come down from the ceiling and uh, effectively it's, it's gotten in the way amongst time and such. And as you're sort of able to scrape it away, you actually see notches to what was at one point a door. Uh, open um, the door. Yeah. After giving it a really solid push, it's definitely stuck. It clicks and slides very slowly open. Then you guys into another hallway that leads to the north. Hey, look, a secret hallway. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to like it. Moving in, you're met with a very small room. It's maybe uh, 30 feet across, 20 feet or so deep. The rocks in the middle you can, you can entirely ignore. But at the very end seems to be an altar that is carved in sort of a, uh, a red stone with a stone in the center of it, spikes coming off of it. Uh, the stone in the center looks as if it's dripping slightly, but it's very very much smooth, solid. It looks as if it was carved to look as if it were melting, uh, melting into the throne that it's effectively sat in. And very similar to the other thing that you ran into prior, there are also many little stories and uh, poems and such inscribed into these, along with a number, a number and list of names. These names continue onto the walls. Do you recognize any of the names? You do not, but they seem to be organized left to right. On the left side, it seems those names belong to the Dirge Keep family. And on the right, they seem to belong to the Summer Dawn family. I want to touch it. Uh, okay. Touch the stone? Lick it. It can be picked up, right? Or no? Uh, there's nothing to pick up. It seems to be seated in the actual throne itself. The throne you could probably sit in. The size of the stone is approximately your height, Vega. Maybe a little shorter. I don't think I want to sit in it. There's not really a place to sit. The, uh, this rock is taking the place of someone who would have sat here. And the rock can't move? From what you can tell, it looks like it was either carved into it or somehow melded into this throne. And all up it are various names and pictures. All up the side of the throne and this centerpiece. What do the pictures show? The pictures show a... I say this one's more of a simple outline of what you can very clearly tell is Alanoth. And after the uh, dirge keeps basically told him to piss off and go work with the summer dons, you can tell in this little story uh, that is moving side to side that this uh, angered him a bit. And effectively, someone not accepting his art caused him to primarily move only to the summer dons and work with them. He made soldiers and weapons. You can see a lot of these soldiers are lined up. Uh, various weapons and such are lined along with them. And while initially this looks very proud, the way that Aladoth is presented in many of these is incredibly foreboding. You can very much tell. And these lines of soldiers slowly become less and less humanoid as they are uh, created. Uh, as you look more into this, uh, you can see that at some point, uh, Aladoth spoke with some of the lead generals, effectively saying, hey, you know, I have something. That will help you win the war. Could completely finish everything off. Unfortunately, due to some mishaps, maybe things going too far his way, the Summerdons also decided to remove him before he's able to finish this masterpiece. Um, in fact, 
it, it was noticed that he accepted less and less pay and actually would forget to accept payment, almost as if he did this for the sake of art itself and for the sake of completing whatever this is. At the very bottom of this, you can see a noble from the Dirge Keeps, a noble from the Summerdons, both of their flags flying high, and they are agreeing to a temporary truce to put Alanoth down before what you can see is a heavy winter coming over the mountains. So they joined hands for a common goal? Seems like it. And as you move closer to this, as you're sort of reading it, Vega, uh, moving near the stone, you hear someone with a humming as your hand gets close to it. Are we talking like magical humming? Yeah, I would say. Uh, does it get louder if I lean closer? Uh, it does, actually, yes. And as you get closer, you can swear. It looks as if the stone's getting closer to you as well. From an outside perspective, Kane Arbalist, you can see that the uh, stone is almost as if something were inside it, liquefying and pushing out towards her ever so slightly. There's no triangles, I'll, right? I'll pull her back a bit. As you're pulled away, Vega, no, there are no triangles. And also, it retracts and flattens again. No, I definitely want something, but probably not something you want to give it. Oh, that's fair. If I had to make a guess, this is either the blood, bone, or soul offering. Whatever we need. No, we could. No! I mean, might as well see what happens, right? Uh, <laughs> sure, you could do that. Lens can help you. Oh, fine. No, I will drag a body over it. You will help me. All right, so we're grabbing a body and trying to put it into the pillar, basically? Yeah, see if it will accept drag it. Drag it over. All right, as you drag one of the bodies over, we have uh, many options. How's it going in first? Ask first. Um, <laughs> sure, why not? All right. Uh, as you move it closer, it doesn't have the same immediate reaction that it did to Vega, but upon making contact with this thing, after a few moments, you can see the surface ripple ever so slightly, and you can feel yourself slowly pushing the body into this wall. It is seemingly accepting it. You get about halfway, same speed, and as you get to uh, near the wrist, the legs fold back and the ass goes in, uh, the arms kind of straighten out, as it gets near the hand, you see something actually push out from the wall ever so slightly as the hand is entering uh, this like red goop, effectively. It looks like something solid, more solid at least than the goop, that has a very sharp right angle, multiple sharp right angles, as uh, the hand doesn't grip it, but it like places itself in it as the body's pushed into this goop. More pulled at this point than pushed. Push the hand in. See if it falls out. The whole body just gets sucked in, basically. Okay. And what pushed out where? Something pushed out from the wall, placed itself in the thing's hand, because it was already going into the wall, it kept going into the wall. So something meant to come out, but it was pushed in instead. Oh, good. And we pulled the body back out? Uh, we have more bodies. No, but... Okay, I'm having trouble imagining this entire scenario. So basically we pushed the body in, and it was trying to give us something back, but we kept pushing the body in, so it where went back in. Correct. So we give it another body. Yeah, I mean, we can... Unless you want to assume that it's safe and try to push your hand in. Oh, it's probably I'm not, not safe. I'm not putting my hand in. What's the worst that can happen? We die. Um, okay. No. When we were pushing the body in, was there some give, or is it just gonna suck and suck in? It didn't really start sucking until the end. It, it, it was very, very simple flow. Gentle, if anything. And slow. Did it look like it harmed the body? No, you didn't hear any sizzling or cutting or anything. 
the hand nearby or can I not see it anymore? It's all been pulled in now. The okay. surface has ceased rippling. It's completely flat. Nothing has changed. All right, I'll go grab another body. All right, what's your... I'm hot uh, to just push my hand in. So what's your plan this time? How are you doing it? Uh, we'll push the body in, but we'll let it go naturally so that we can grab I don't know, whatever. Start with the hand. Start with the hand. Yeah, like push the hand in. And if it puts something in the hand, if we pull it back out, see what happens. All right, sure, why not? All right, you lead with the, uh, the Zamboid. As you slide the hand in, you see the exact same thing again. Something ripples. Sharp angles this time, not liquid. Is clearly placed within the hand. As the dead thing's hand passes to the wrist, it's not being pulled hard, but you can feel a very light suction vega, as if it's holding onto it. Uh, pull out? You're able to pull out relatively easily, and in this thing's hand, you see a red rectangular brick, effectively, with more inscriptions on it. Good. Well, that's one of them. Actually, that's two of them. We have to form the corpse as well. Oh, the purple one? Yeah. Is the purple thing cut like a, like a shape? Yes. Also rectangular. Uh, then it's yes. It's a matching set, right? Aside they're from both, the color. Yeah, they're different colors and slightly different in size, which would match the three slightly different hole sizes. All right. So we've got, I assume, blood and soul. Where do we find the last one? We could check out the... Uh, yeah, I guess we, again. Uh, I guess we should probably see if there's any more secret doors. True. All right, I'm going to take my torch and I'm going to examine <laughs> all the walls. All right, as you look al along the walls and such, uh, I will reiterate again, all the water that you guys see from here is barely ankle deep. The only actual deep water is in the room with the waterfall. That is uh, one room over to the east from where you are now. Looking at the walls and such, you can see that some of these stories indeed continue. Uh, somewhat nonsensical, but sort of being able to uh, bridge the gap between the two locations we've already been to. Uh, you can see something else play out, Vega, as you're looking around. Uh, and this is, I guess, uh, reflecting and repeating the fact that the families had a temporary uh, truce. There's another quick few little notes here as we're able to, you know, push some of the slime away that these creations, these these things that Alnoth were uh, was working on, basically, this chaos uh, it festered over the land, and both armies were fighting back to prevent them from... Honestly, they don't know what his goal was. It is incredibly difficult to tell, as he never really stated anything, any want from them, besides more bodies, more bodies, more bodies. Preferably living. But he would indeed accept the dead. Anytime one side aired, and, you know, X number of soldiers were lost, he said, that's perfectly fine, bring them back, I will get them up and working. No issue whatsoever. So many of this is uh, basically just portraits of them fighting them off, effectively. And I assume that the monsters he created were what uh, Blossom mentioned, or no? Yes, he did mention that some of his compatriots were turned into uh, things that he would rather not imagine again. And uh, while these are relatively simple, you can imagine them not being too pleasant on the eye in real life. All right. And Arbalist is gone. He's dead. Bye, Arbalist. What do you mean? I'm fine. He's dead. I can see in the dark. I'm like you. If I can't you see you, you then that means you're dead. You just hear a splash <laughs> in the distance. Anything in these looks grannies? Honestly, from what you can tell, no. It is uh, relatively simple, actually. Very much a repeat of what you saw before in terms of story and in terms of visuals. Uh, but as you're moving around, you can see that one army goes from the left to the right. One goes from the right to the left. They kind of clash in the middle. And in the middle, uh, you notice that someone 
won't mention any names, uh, shove some mud or rock into a small rectangular uh, little chunk into the wall that is difficult to see, primarily because of the slime oozing from the ceiling. And it is approximately the same size as the thing that you currently have on you, Vega. Looks like it belongs here and was removed. I'll shove it in. Well, don't you shove it in. I say you do and it slides in just fine, but there is no reaction. Pull it back out. It's back in your inventory. Just one of the keys. Don't leave me, I'm blind. <laughs> hurry up. I have no eyes. All right, now this water is indeed deep enough to swim in. As you guys are looking around here, there is that ridge, I remind you again, to the south that leads over to the east, north, and there's a big old hole. But the water here is indeed murky enough that you can't see into it, but you know for a fact it goes down deep enough that, yeah, you can swim. Anything in this corner? A repeat of the room prior, more murals and portraits, poems, names, things of that nature. <laughs> can I see anything in the water, or is it too murky? You can see maybe a foot down, maybe two, but it's most assuredly too murky, especially without any light. All right. Let's go by the old, totally not metagaming gamer strat and check behind the waterfall. Uh, you guys passed by there not too long ago. Oh, the lower part of the waterfall. Yeah, yeah the lower part. <laughs> also nothing, very similar to the top. Oh, weird. Are you swimming through here, or are you looking from the top, looking down? Uh... I probably can't go uh, swimming because I have armor on that, yeah. I would be looking around the edges if possible. Takes a little bit of faint dangling, uh, but with assistance and a little bit of light from your allies, you can see that there is indeed nothing. All right, so I'm going to check out the room upstairs again. Do the same. Come on, Kane, climb up the wall. All right, looking down that hole. Yeah, well, more so around the edges this time. Are there any markings in this room? Like murals? Yes, they do indeed continue. And again, they are. More of the same. Um, from what we can see here, it's effectively what I described before. Just a pit that goes on. Not forever. You did drop a, uh, a torch down, but you can see that there were things inside, like pockets along going down, that were living in here. Most likely cave creatures. Right. Well, before you do anything drastic, uh, investigate the walls. For the hole or the room? The, the room first. Okay. Uh, as you guys are looking around the room, you notice to the north, very similar to prior, there is more slime and such that was eking down from the ceiling, old debris, what have you, blah, blah, blah. But once carved away with either a knife or weapon or anything of that nature, you can see another impression of a door. Oh, thank God. As you will push, push the door open, uh, this hallway doesn't really have too much inscribed in the walls and such. Uh, if anything, it looks like it was created at a later point in time. Uh, not, maybe not really intended to be used for this precisely. Uh, but near the edge, you can see another door that is just barely eked and cracked open uh, with a nice, heavy uh, push and grunt. You're able to slide it open as well. And in this room, you see a very large white pillar uh, that is coming out of the middle of the room. Uh, but besides that and all the little ones, well, hold up, maybe I go back. Uh, probably go back to the hallway, actually, as Arbalist is indeed first. Besides this giant white pillar, as your light pours around the corner at Vega. You can see two creatures that instantly turn to your group, one of them crawling out of the uh, water to the south, the other one looking around this uh, pole, the, the, the pillar in the center. They look towards you, and you can tell, without them needing to say anything, instantly they mean you malicious harm. These are very much unlike the ones you saw outside Arbalist. There is death in their eyes. Please roll me initiative. No, I want to do my weird thing. Please roll me weird initiative. 
All right, my initiative is uh, eight, I think. Oh, eight? Nine. Okay. Nine. Hmm. It's only kind of shit. I put eight, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I have initiative, apparently. Nice, 30. Okay, you have all the initiative. All right, as you moved in first, uh, relatively uh, quietly. Of course, they can see y'all now, but top of the order, Arbalist, what you doing? Thanks. Well, I might as well start shooting, honestly. Oh. <laughs> moving out of the way for the. <laughs> Okay, she squeeze past me, actually, or? Yeah, she can squeeze past you. Okay. If not, I'll just mo- mo- bull you over. Yeah, yeah. I'll politely honestly, push uh, you over. Can I stand here? Or is this in the water? The one that is diagonal from that boy would definitely be, like, halfway in the water. It, it's not too bad. Yeah. You'd be up to, like, maybe, like, your ankles. So it's yeah, not I mean, more so anymore. for Flint, so she can... So Fig has flanking, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, Flint definitely can. He's getting his paws wet. He's gonna be a little stinkier than usual. Yeah, he's just gonna stand here threateningly, I guess. And I hunt prey it. Uh, can I do it myself yet now, right? No. Uh, w- which one are you aiming for? The the one next to Flint. I assume the other one is behind the pillar, so I can't really... You can half see it, but yeah, it has to like look around the pillar for you to see it. Yeah, figured. If, if you're gonna shoot something, definitely the one that you have a full vision of is much smarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hunt prey. Shoot, why the hell not? You know what? I might as well use this. Gravity. Since I always forget to use it. And then I shoot. Ah. I uh, re-roll that. Alright. <laughs> I'll allow it. Much better. A 23. Please roll damage, good sir. Yay. Um, did I not activate my stuff? I did not. Add a two more to the damage? Yeah, I say two, two from the uh, gravity yeah, weapon, right? from the gravity weapon, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's my turn. Alright, you strike this thing with your uh, your bow and it... it Cuts back a little in a recoil, but you know you damaged it. It's not resistant at all. It just looks very focused on its next meal. Vega, you can hear these things uh, wriggling about, looking to your group. What dost thou do? I need to bring out my assault board. Uh, since you guys are adventuring around and running about, I say it is logical that all three of you have your weapons drawn. Unless you specifically told me, I put my weapon away. I thought my weapon has a very short time limit. Nope, only activating it does, not drawing it. Your weapon functions like every other weapon, except it's slightly more special, and you have a super mode. Oh, all right. Um, do these things look smart enough to intimidate? I cannot tell you that. That is what recall knowledge is for. Recall knowledge is an action, right? That is an action. Um, they, it they, exists. they don't look undead, so they probably can be intimidated. Now, I will say, uh, from what Arbalus is saying, uh, they do look undead, very much so. Do they? Oh. oh, yeah. They look different. Okay, never mind. They look angrier now that you're closer. So you, you can ask me basic questions like that. Do they look dead? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Never mind. Uh, no, I'm going to intimidate. Alrighty, although that is a critical success, unfortunately, they are indeed immune to mental effects. You scream at it, and it, once again, it does not move. Very similar to it being shot in the face with an arrow. Boy, howdy, it's not immune to getting critically hit in the face, though. Killers. Is that two? Uh, yeah, it was two. All right, to be clear, really quick, the only reason you got that crit, I don't know if you can see it, is because Flint is, yes, is uh, yes, on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah flat-footed, I see it. Perfect, so it's highlighted in green. Nice. It's only because of flat-footed, good job, excellent. All right, with two quick blows, it is not dead, but really, really damn close to it, as you're able to strike it from this distance, Vega. Blow one, harming it, and blow two, almost completely felling it. The creature begins to kind of to itself and start to take a step backwards, but you can tell it very, very much wants the business and uh this other one almost in unison to the other will also charge the door 
and it will strike out with its tusks. That's cheating. It is cheating. How dare. For its uh, second strike, after it tusks, it's going to hawk up something wet and slimy and fire it at you. Fortunately, you're able to dive out of the way, Arbalist, as the slime splats along the floor, completely missing. All right, this one here is engaged with dog as of current. So it's going to fight dog. All right, tusks flash out as it strikes one time. Second time missing. And uh, for the third one, it's going to whip around and try to shoot some goop at Vega. Also missing. They both kind of croak in unison. Kane, you hear frogs and violence in the other room. What do you do? Uh, I mean, I think I can kind of see this one, but I, I can't really hit it from here, I don't think. The door is open enough that uh, she can. It'll just have light cover. You, you won't need to move. Lesser cover. Uh, I mean, if you hit that one with uh, lightning, you can also hit the other one, right? I think I, have to, I think I have to see both of them. Do you? Wait. Leaps from one target to the other. It doesn't say. I don't know. What's the gap? I, mean, I would assume it doesn't. Uh, 30 feet? Holy shit, seriously? Yeah, it's, it's wide. Yeah. I mean, I will just zap because I don't want to waste anything on these. It is up to you whether it hits the other one or not. If I even this one. It is a reflex save. Indeed it is. You know, that's a, honestly a really funny question because it is indeed 30 feet. You have to be able to target both creatures. I'm going to say because you can't see the second one now. And it's, it's a basically flavor that it's chaining because it doesn't say the chain leaves the second one, then jumps to the next one. They both arc from you to hit both of them. I'll have him do his uh, reflex save. Slurk. What a name. Oh, OK. Hey. Critically failing. Excellent. Go ahead and roll me some damage, my friend. Uh, I do a little I mean, bit. It double. Say it the double is one target to another. But yes, but it does say you need to be able to target both of them, which he unfortunately yeah, cannot target the other one. Uh, this one completely fails, thereby taking double damage. So 20 lightning damage as it strikes across this thing. The cover did not matter. The fool. And it screams out as it tries to like roll away from you. I didn't do it. Wasn't my sure. Um, what do you mean, sure? I've never hurt anyone before. Or anything. <laughs> I totally believe you. And just in case something comes up behind us, I will use shield. Works for me. Good luck, everyone. All right. Arbalus, you got a boy to the north, boy to the south. What you doing? Uh, I'm going to flank the one to the north. By moving there. Mm -hmm. Now the fun part is that means that he's flanked also for me. So I'm going to slap with my... Uh, I'm first going to hunt it as my fray, actually. And then I'm going to slap it with my... Base? Stock. Sure, with my face. <laughs> oh, I said base. <laughs> slap it a base. Oh, base. <laughs> Drop the hammer. That hit because of flat-footed. Indeed it did. Nice on the movement. <laughs> Ooh, good damage too. What the hell? Yes. Nice. Good. Good. I'm not sure if gravity weapon applies for this specifically. It shoots, yeah, it should, because it's weapon in general, not range weapon. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, you want this thing in the back of the head, and you can actually uh, hear something kind of crack as you smash into it. It is not dead, but both of them are so close to death, it ain't even funny. I'll figure it's all to you then. Uh, I'm gonna swack. A strike, roll me damage. All right, first blow, you're able to take it away from 10 feet, your spear piercing it. As it croaks and croaks. The other one looks like it's getting uh, ready to run. I don't think so. Oh, another strike. Another bout of damage and both frogs are felled. See, they went great. So, uh, are there any more things in this water? Uh, when you say things in the water, what are you looking for? More frogs. More frogs. 
Difficult to tell, as this water is just as murky as the water is outside. As you shine your light towards it, Vega, you can tell this water goes down, 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 and just continues sinking downward. Can I, can I assume the friends of the one outside? Can I assume the frogs were able to uh, swim it because they're dead and can't breathe? Uh, most likely. There is a wall right about here where like the wall ends and the water dips downward, presumably leading somewhere else south of here. All right. Well, what's this pillar look like? Boom. Yes, this pillar, unlike the other ones, is not smooth. It definitely feels incredibly firm and it's not quite as touched by the other the elements as the other ones were. Uh, of course, one was locked away, so that one was incredibly smooth, had nothing on it. But the purple one very much did. It was very easy to wipe it all away. Uh, this one is very similar, but it looks as if the frogs were rubbing against it or trying to rub their tusks or something against it, like to sharpen them. And while the pillar in the middle looks unaffected, there are smaller ones around it, some sort of a growths, it looks like, that definitely are affected uh, by the two now deceased uh, frogs. The Slurks. What a name. And also along these walls, another story is told along with what you can see in the middle here. And this one is quite simple. I mentioned before, a knight from one of the families, the Dirge Keeps, named Siga, eventually decided to face Alanoth in solo combat. You can see her heading uh, towards what looks to be a mountain or some sort of uh, base of operations in which Alanoth resided. After going through uh, some sort of forest or something, it's difficult to tell with these little drawings. They're incredibly simple. But you see her looking uh, initially very small against this incredibly upsetting enemy. Uh, eventually, she does indeed arrive, though, and she cuts her way all the way to Alanoth. You can see dead center, about a chest level on this pillar. The story culminates. Uh, unlike it being told from top to bottom, the story is told uh, uh, cyclically. So it's a spiral, basically, that starts on the top and then sort of spirals around starting from the top and the bottom with uh, various images and words, and they all meet in the middle. And in the middle, there is something incredibly similar to the two items you currently have, Vega, that looks as if you can indeed remove it. It's also intended to be removed. On this, the inscription uh, looks as if it tells the end of her story. You can see her heroically battling her way to Elenoff. She eventually reaches him, and on this little stone here, you can see her jumping in the air on the front, holding a weapon high, facing him in solo combat. As it's removed on the backside, you can see her as she's plunged this weapon into his chest. And considering that's the end of the story, it looks as if this felled Elenoth. Ah, uh, well, we know it didn't, so... Well, it probably did. He just came back. True, true. I still don't know if... That was by his making or by someone else's making, you know? Maybe a bit of both. Potentially. Is there anything else interesting That's in this room? Not that you can say now. Some frog droppings. No, I just Yeah, no thanks. Oh, good. A lot of goo. You want some goo? What do you mean frog droppings? Nope. They're dead. Hey, they pooped at some point. I mean, sure. Hurry up, Kane. I'm not waiting for you. I didn't say it was fresh. <laughs> Come on. Come back. I'm slow. <laughs> Ready? The uh, squishing and slinking sounds coming off in the distance aren't necessarily getting louder, but they are indeed still there. Uh, does the ceiling look different from before? Looks about the same. Still wet, still gross. There's still pockets of darkness you can't really see through unless you get really close. Do we want to take another 10 minutes to do some find out final healing? And when I say we, I mean me. <laughs> sure, why not? Are right, we? Uh... Uh, have fun. 
I chill, can help. Chilling back here. Uh, oh, you, you can, can heal Flint instead because I can't use my focus point right now. All right, fine. I will heal. Can, but I need to refocus anyway. Hutch dog. Don't say it like that. Pet a dog. Good boy. I get to add plus one. Heal dog. Ah, yeah. uh, heal dog for mm. four. Not the best, but not bad. Well, I tried. At least I didn't I hurt him. Myself for ten. Very nice. All right, we spend ten minutes patching up here, Vega. That mean you're at full now. Everyone's looking uh, much healthier. If there are any particular items you want to put in your quick slot, you're more than welcome to do so. If you want to move some things around, I won't stop you. And you can name it to whatever you want. Belt, super pocket. I don't care. It's all good. I will put a potion in my... Okay. Now I need to, like, invent a super pocket. I mean, they exist. It, it <laughs> exists, yeah. No. Hey, that doesn't say you can't uh, craft it or... That did that. Mm-hmm. There's gloves, there's robes, there's a whole bunch of cool things. Oh, I still have this repre- uh, retrieval prism. Need to do something with that. And that, yes. Good. The nice thing is that scales basically forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one time use, so. Ah, one time use. Something useful. Well, uh, I think I can't really do anything else. Alrighty, fair enough. Make sure you get your focus point back, as the two of you would have uh, finished focusing up here. I did. Excellent. Vega doesn't need to focus. She's always focused. Always focused. You can put a retrieval prism on a uh, thingy, right? The spear. Thing. Uh, a javelin you made? It's one bulk or less, yeah. How much bulk is a spe- uh, javelin? Not sure. I think you probably... It's 4L, whatever that means. <laughs> that's 4 light, yeah. That's uh, a tenth of a light or a bulk, so... Or a... F- yeah. 4 tenth. Okay, now I can hear your fan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I can give it to wife when she can put it on her uh, javelin. And if she throws it, she can instantly recall it. Once. <laughs> Wait, can I? Yes. Only so, once? As guess. long as it's not, uh, you know, stuck in someone, I guess. That works. If you want to pass it to her, you should be able to do that. Alrighty. We're all settled up. We're all good during this entire time. The uh, smell does not leave. It's quite persistent in this room. Uh, but you notice it's not quite as bad as you guys have moved down this direction. It's uh, mostly near the water. Right, Flint does it. Excellent. Alright, all healed up. What do we do next? I want to go through the door. And fight whatever the hell is back now. I mean, we'll probably die, but sure, why not? You know, in the 10 minutes, Arbolas would probably tell you that he regained a memory after fighting those things. It was actually, it's a, it's a fairy tale, actually. The frogs or the undead? I guess The way. undead, these, the, the, the null and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like somewhere in the beginning of the uh, founding of Eladir, like the first hundred years or so, there was a cult. The Cult of Flesh which did all kinds of weird experiments on bodies, turning people into monsters. And it turned into a fairy tale, where like, you know, if you misbehaved or you were uh, cruel to people, the Skinner Man would come for you. And you would wake up with a third arm, or an arm missing. You know, to get us ready for battle. Sure, right. Doesn't creep you out, right? It's not a fairy tale unless you're threatening children, let's be honest. True. Oh, (laughs) very true. That was very much the intent of the fairy tales. (laughs) Hmm. Well, now we've like I've got that out of the way. Let's go in. Beat the Skinner Man. Okay. As you move eastward and you ascend the stairs, you can indeed see the very large stone door in front of you with three depressions, all uh, different sizes. Can I preemptively stealth in case we literally jump into a boss room? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I will begin shoving the doohickeys in. All right, as you slide each of them in, 
very similar to that blood wall. They slide in and tick, slide in and tick, almost as if a force is pulling them. You most definitely cannot get them back, um, primarily because the little ridge around where each one starts and finishes and the, the wall you know, ends uh, seems to seal, at least from what you can tell. And the inscription on all three of them changes. You can see in the first one, Siga is leaving this castle or whatever it was. She looks beaten more emotionally than physically. And behind her, you can see an outline, a shadow of Alanoth with a giant sword sticking out of his chest, presumably dead. When she returns to her allies, though, in the middle, you can see that there are waves of strange creatures with too many limbs, not enough limbs, by no means humanoid in shape, wiped out, along with waves and waves of dead soldiers from both sides. As she stands in the middle of this battlefield, the third stone shows winter coming in, the storm and the snow that was raging in all the other pictures finally culminates here and covers everything in white. And after all three so are taken... we get to meet Jon Snow? <laughs> after all three are taken and pulled in, the story is complete, and the door ticks. And you feel as if you can push it open if you would like. I'll push it open. As you do, the door gives way. And we die. And you die. Sorry. Rip, guys. A giant boulder rolls on us. Rocks fall, everyone and dies. I oh, can't see it. Oh, I see. Back here is less of, well, it's uh, quite as horrifying as what we saw prior, but there's more order here. This looks to be some sort of combination of a lab along with uh, some sort of burial tomb, but it looks like it was uh, broken open. Uh, maybe there's more than one body buried here. It's difficult to tell as uh, things are in major disarray. Whatever it once was, it no longer is. In the center of the room, you see various bumps and holes and things of that nature, uh, but they look like they've been slowly filled in with uh, dirt and grime and things like that. In the center of the room, all the way to the south, you can't not notice this. You see a massively tall figure that is draped in a white cloak bearing a bumpy, fleshy substance. His back is arched downward, their head nearing, I say, the upper part of their chest. This uh, image here is not necessarily what you guys are saying. It's a filler, effectively. But you know from all the little drawings, this is indeed Alanoth, the curator of Division. And he's moving about. There's a table, multiple tables, along the backside. You can see what, they, what he's uh, working on. Hanging from the ceiling are multiple sacks that are that same gooey, fleshy substance you saw outside. And you can very clearly see things stirring inside them. On the ceiling, on one location in particular... You can see it's extra wet and extra goopy, just like you like it, except it is waving and gyrating. Uh, you actually see something cut itself free from one of these sacks as you are entering. It climbs along the ceiling, pushing its way into the goop. And as it does, you can see some sunlight or filtered sunlight coming through the goop, uh, striking down the ground. As this thing moves through the goop, the sunlight kind of seals away, but a little bit of light is still coming through. There are various candles lit throughout the room, and you can also see that some of these uh, bulbousy sacks hanging from the ceiling are somewhat bioluminescent, adding more light. And as your group enters, Alanoth slowly turns to you all. Um, can you see his face at all, or no? His face looks more like a mask, from what you can tell. This fleshy white uh, coat he is wearing 
is covering most of it. It's, it's coming at least a couple inches off from what would probably be his uh, forehead. And you can see a long nose. It, it's rather sharp that comes off at least half a foot from his face. Hi. The whole body sort of turns to the side. You see no arms or anything. It's purely just a uh, coat. As he takes a step forward, looking at your group, you can hear him call out to your group, saying, Greetings, and who might you be? Vega, follower of the two. Wonderful, Vega of the two. Why do you enter my crypt? We heard you doing some fun stuff in here. Are you here to make an offering? Maybe. As you say, maybe. The coat parts slightly. You can see lined on the inside is just as fleshy as the outside, but red. The, the flesh just swirls and uh, spins, very similar to the center of the ground you can see here. A small arm comes out, insectoid, and it motions to one of the tables. You may lie down if you wish. Oh, no, I don't feel like lying down. Thank you. Standing, then. I can hang you from the ceiling if you'd like. I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to do this. As you said, he takes another step forward, its head twisting to the right and the left as if he's observing each of you. And after a silence, you hear him say, Oh, good. Good. <laughs> what? You seem to be of the utmost quality. Excellent. Yes, why, thank you. I must insist. I inspect you closer. Sure, if you can uh, defeat us. Oh, that's part of the deal. The body language this time is confused. Defeat? Why? Do you not come in willingly? Hmm. <laughs> that insectoid hand comes out again and scratches at his chin slowly as if he's thinking and nodding to himself. Like, odd. Well, odd. we aren't going to serve someone weaker than us. Indeed. So, defeat us. Then you can have us. And if not, too bad. If I must raise my hand to you, then so be it. He's creepily laid back. And now we die. We're not dying! <laughs> I mean, we are not not dying either. I mean, there's a high probability I will go down, so... <laughs> well, uh, don't die. I'll do my best. I'll be fine. Let me just remind everyone that I have this potion within easy reach. Yes. As you, say that, he takes, you can use it yourself, but he takes another step forward, looking at your group. Do we begin now or now's good? Wonderful. Sounds like a party. Please do not waste my time. I don't know about that, but all right. I do my weird thing. Nice. Another insectoid hand is summoned. Alanoth bows to your group. You can hear the little egg sacs stirring. As they rise. Please stop. Like, how big are these egg sacs? <laughs> oh. Are they you actually could... insect-sized, or are they the things we fought in the hallway? You could most definitely fit inside one of these. Okay. All right, what was your own? 20, 27 for mine. One, 27. Oh, boy. Uh, good luck, everyone. Why? We're gonna I mean, die. He's a boss, so he's probably gonna hit very hard. Good luck, Vega. He's also gonna <laughs> crit even harder. <laughs> oh, my God! He also rolled pretty well in his initiative. Alrighty. As you uh, all... He has to move, hopefully. In, indeed. Uh, as you all bear a challenge to this individual, he offers his bow. 
looks towards your group, pulls his insectoid hands back in, and without his upper body moving whatsoever, you just hear like as he moves towards your group a singular time. His coat opens for a moment. Dan, you're the, you're the lucky, uh, lucky bachelor. Oh, I wish I wasn't. <laughs> as a needle. Oh, okay. f- holy shit. Oh, yes. Roll of 16. As a needle <laughs> fires <no> forth. <laughs> That's how bosses do. I guess I'll die. That's a number. It's only 20 damage. I'll only die. Ow. I have a reaction. <laughs> a needle infused with flame <laughs> shoots out past Vega, striking Kane. Unfortunately, critically for 20. You, you, you have a reaction to scream or a mechanical reaction? <laughs> do you need something you, want, you wanted to do or? Oh, no, he died. Yeah. In real life. Oh, blood vendetta. There we go. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> That's a wall of sex. Yes, it In, is. Indeed Sorry, it is. Talking. All good. All I need to do is make a will saving throw. It barely <laughs> failed. Barely failed, but a fail is a fail. Already a regular failure. The target takes the full persistent bleed damage. Until the bleeding stops, the target has weakness one to piercing and slashing. Put that on him. Oh, weakness. Nice. Indeed. The target also takes 2d6 bleed. Okay, I think if I drag it onto him, it should give him persistent damage. So am I just supposed to imagine that King gets hit by a needle and like a massive splash of blood shoots out straight into this gun? Sure. Yes, effectively. Cool. That before. <laughs> My blood makes him bleed. Can you teach me this skill, oh great magician? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn Not unless you take uh, three levels in wizard. Uh, I'll think about it. Um, and while he bleeds, he is going to take extra damage. So after the needle strikes you, yes, that does indeed lash out uh, at him. I feel like this isn't a fair trade. You'll be fine. I'm only dying a little bit for now. He'll hit me one more time and I'll just be down. Probably. I mean, boss monsters are terrifying because specifically because they have such a high crit chance. Indeed. So he moves in, fires an arrow and begins his turn. He's moving slower than you're expecting him to. He's methodically checking all of you watching. Uh, Roar. How dare he? Roar is in demoralize. As you shout, shout, let it all out. Not immune, but he seems to avoid it. I'm nowhere near close to getting that, right? You are definitely Ooh. off by a bit. Roll a six. Is that worth re-rolling? I mean, assuming on level, I'm going to assume that we need to roll something in the neighborhood of a 22. Potentially higher because it's a boss. Okay. But that's metagaming, so I won't say that. Okay, I want to bump Manifested Sword. Okay, you want to actually activate it? Yeah. All right, you, you have an action for that. Manifest essence form that you can drag onto your character. So first action, demoralize. Not immune, but uh, very focused. Not scared of you. And approach, I guess. All right, second action. Your sword is already drawn, but now you extra draw it. It glows with ice. And then third action is you run towards him. I don't like this. I always run and attack. He looks extra wet as you get closer. Oh, good. Uh, Alrighty, Kane, what are you thinking? I'm thinking I hate it here, and I'm going to die. But besides that, I'm thinking Magic Missile. Because he's so large, you can't cut through him, but diagonally is fine. Yeah, I'm not sure I can get uh, Flint to flank him in one turn. Uh, He can move 40 feet, right? 
Yeah, but he has to move through him to do it in 40 feet. Right, so... Can I move? Can I change my move then? Yeah, yes, I was about to say, if that's your intent, then you can move one over to Actually, the right, Vega. Don't move back. Um, just move one to the right. All right, you going for magic missile? Yep, I'm just going to do a triple and hope he doesn't just murder me. All right, shooting all three. Yep. Fire away. I forget, is there one roll oh, yeah. for all of them, or is it three rolls? I believe you're shooting one dude. You just boop, boop, boop three times. And it's three instances of five damage. As each one strikes Kane, there's something about his coat or the way that he is standing. He absorbs the damage entirely and takes zero. Oh, good. Not because it's force damage, because of something else. Oh, boy. Oh, that was all three. I should have used something else. Fine. That's fine. Well, I don't have to use an action to have Flint move there, luckily. Yeah, free boy. Uh, I'm gonna pray, yeah, hunt pray this guy, and then I'm going to help out Kane by giving a uh, recall knowledge if I can to see what the hell just happened to the damage. All right, this boy here, occultism Maybe. or lore? Sorry, occultism or religion lore? Oof. I mean, it's a plus two for me, but. Alrighty, unfortunately, with a thirteen, I cannot tell you anything. There's definitely something with his uh, stance. I will say though. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I could hero point that. You could, but you're relatively far off. Yeah, it's a it's a small chance, so I'm just not going to. And that's two actions, and I'm just going to shoot it on his. Ah, nice, a hit, 23. All right, as your arrow sails towards Alanoff, sail! it strikes, but again, uh, with a combination of his uh, new weakness to piercing damage, but also whatever shield he seems to have. Uh, does he have resistance to blunt force damage as well? Because I have concussive on this weapon. Yes. Ah, too bad. So as that strikes, he only takes three from this. And looking towards your groupie, Nas is it to say, okay, not bad. Well, whatever the thing on this he's wearing is, we need to get him off. Off we die. Alrighty, and as you are thinking that, I will reveal two things in the background. These are not currently active. These are two of the sacks that are on the ceiling. They begin to uh, wriggle about in their location. And that is all they do for that turn. No. All right, I believe at the start of the round, he takes the damage. At the end, I got to do the flat check. Oops, I got to do that manually. There we go. Alrighty. He does indeed bleed a little more. And as he's uh, looking about, trying to see the, hmm, what is going on? What should I do? Ah, yes. He shall go to strike at you, Vega. His coat opens for a moment, and a pincer shoots outward, striking you. There is some heat behind this. Not too much, but you notice with many of these creatures, there have been some sort of a, a flame orient along with their damage. And when you are struck, he's going to use his second action to grab onto you. Oh, nice. And he begins to pull you upward to look at you closer, Vega, and says, interesting. All right, with an eight, I still bleed. You've been grabbed, Vega. What do you do? This is giving me all sorts of debuff. Correct. You're basically flat-footed and can't move. Fortunately, you're already flanking him, so... Oh, you took damage. Did you, did you want to use your reaction to uh, rage? Ooh, ooh, yes. All right, he's now holding a very angry Vega. <laughs> halt the angry child. Let me mm. go, you gross thing! Um, can I break free? Uh, if you would like to try to break free, you most definitely can. That should be an athletics check, basically against his athletics. Hey, I'm good at athletics. You are. 
Remember, the only reason to break free, uh, I guess, before you roll is if you want to move. Otherwise, there's no real reason to break out. Of course, you're going to get hit harder because you are flat-footed, but that's basically it. Yeah, I don't want to get hit harder. Trip if you're grappled? I believe you should be able to trip. It's an attack. Uh, You'll just go down with him, basically. Yeah. Like, he won't be knocked down. He'll be prone and still holding on to you. That's that's a really weird scenario, but... Indeed, something that can happen. Uh, As you attempt to wriggle your way free, Vega, you are unable to. He holds you tighter. 21 is not hard enough? 21's not high enough. He holds you very tightly and goes, Ah, please do not move. All right, well, swack it is. Good luck. As you lash out at him, he moves you to the side slightly and your blade misses. Trigger. Um, can I... What's it called? His coat? Can you what? I want to investigate his coat. Uh, yes, if you're trying to recall knowledge, the same thing. Yeah, that one. Arbalist need to roll. Occult or religion? Hopefully you're better than mine. <laughs> your heroic heart helps. Love it. Alrighty, with a 19, yes, you can indeed tell something about him, Vega. What do you want to know? You're looking at the coat specifically? Yeah, I mean, it's very obviously powering him up, right? Uh, very clearly, yes. So you notice two things about this coat. One, it is slowing him down in the way that he is walking towards you all. It is closed the entire time. He almost never opens it, only to attack. And now that he's grabbed onto you, this coat is very malleable. It's perfectly formed around the arm that's stuck out, grabbing onto you. So is it like organic? Very much so. He's fully organic. So what you notice is in order to remove this, to no longer allow him to benefit from this, you need to do one of two things. You either need to crit him or you need to bring him down to half HP. Once you've done either of those things, he will lose the shield, go back to full speed. So he'll lose the, uh, the damage resistance and he'll lose a good chunk of his AC. He'll also probably be pretty angry. Okay. I'll, I'll throw a slow on to remind you that he only has two actions. Alrighty, as you determine this Vega, you let everyone know that this thing is somehow protecting him and only a crit or bring it down to half will make it go away. Good. Hmm. I mean, do we want it to go away is the question at this point. If we yeah, can find a, any damage. Yeah, yeah we, we can we find can't some hit kind him. of weakness we can exploit it, we'll be fine. Is the thing. Um, so I also can't manually rip it off, right? Correct. The only way to manually rip it off is a crit. Okay, yeah, what you doing? An- there's another thing we can do or... Did we already there, get that? There's always more I can tell you guys with uh, recall okay. knowledge. She rolled a 19, okay. which wasn't high enough for us. If, if she crit, then I, I could tell her more, but I can only tell her one thing. She asked about the coat. No. A crit, I would have told you oh. two things. I guess I will uh, see if I can figure out anything about him. So sure. it's occultism. Yep, cult or religion, whichever you're better at. I love how the I untrained gives you a plus. Hey, speaking of crits, crits. All right, a 30. What do you want to know, Kane? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we already know everything about the coat, right? About the coat, correct. Uh, hmm. Can I have any other weaknesses? Yeah. Yeah, so for these, you, you can... Most like, like weak to. Yeah, you can always ask for super generic, like, was he weak to, was he strong to? You don't need to be specific with recall knowledge, because it's already kind of weirdly meta. It, it, it's, it's one of the weird things in the game where, like, no one runs it the same way because the book barely tells you how to. So whatever you think is a valid question, especially on a crit, I'll answer multiple times. So, yeah, what is he misses. weak to? I can most definitely answer that. Obviously, your debuff is adding more weaknesses. But besides that, because every time he opens this coat to strike out, there is somewhat of a, a heat emanating from him, an unnatural heat 
It was the same one that was emanating from the other undead. He seems to be putting it into them. Uh, because he has this heat about him, he's most likely weak to what most fire elementals would be weak to. The other thing is, to spell it out very plainly for you, he looks incredibly fortified, but not very dexterous in terms of his saves. And when I say not very dexterous, I mean dog shit. (laughs) Very, very bad reflex save. (laughs) Quite unfortunate. I don't have many of those. What's trip? Trip is a reflex save, correct. Okay, good. Too bad Um, I don't have uh, one of those arrows that can knock people down. I don't really know what to ask besides weaknesses. I think that's basically it. I mean, you can ask what the... Well, we already know what the lowest save is at this point. Dex yep, save. Yeah. Lowest save is reflex. Best is fortitude. And he's weak to cold. Uh, I mean, you can ask something about the, the other things in the room. Oh, uh, what these things? Yeah, or the thing in the in the sky. The big thing. thing it was a big sky. thing, right? Uh, there's a giant wet spot in the ceiling. Oh, good. No. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with that. I guess if there's anything about the little wiggly bits in the back, pretty sure I'd have an idea, though. As in the things hanging from the ceiling? Uh, these things, yeah. Without needing to roll, I can tell you those are going to hatch. You can very clearly tell they are wriggling, especially yeah. at his command. They will be uh, active way, basically when they're... Uh, what do I have it at? When that goes down to uh, one more round. Well, I guess after they go. Okay. So it goes down one per round. <laughs> they were slowed three originally. Now they're slowed two. So that went down by one. Is that basically all I can ask? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I will just blast him with ice and see how it goes, I guess. Sure. Why not? Time to miss. Nice. Indeed a miss, but just barely. It bounces off his coat. And he looks towards you to say, like, interesting guess, or what is this one doing? Hmm. Mm, I will uh, actually re-roll that. Sure. All right, 25 is definitely a hit. Go and roll damage. Alrighty, once again, he is very clearly resistant to damage in general, but because he's weak to this, he took a little extra oomph in five. Well, I'll just tell everyone to use any type of cold damage if they have it. I'm assuming I'm not <laughs> one that's right. I just look at Kane like, what? Listen. You know, I was actually considering getting cold damage for my weapon, but it doesn't stack with guns, sadly. Um, hmm, hmm. Well, to help out, I'm definitely going to have to use a action to have Flint do uh, support action. Because I don't think he can do that as a free action, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. Free action him. is move or nom. Yeah, that's sad because I can't attack if I use support action. So it's basically a wasted action. Uh, support action, if he gets hit, he gets frightened one until... Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to reload and shoot him. Hey, look, a critical miss. Ah, yeah, that is indeed a uh, goose egg. That's a one. It's a lot of critical misses for me today. Oh, uh, also, because you naturally roll, I think you roll the one, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yes. Gain, uh, after this roll, gain a hero point. Oh. Well, actually, sorry. Sorry, hold up. If you, wait, sorry. The rule was if you keep the critical miss, you get a hero point. If you re-roll it, you don't. No, okay. So if any of you roll a natural one only, not a regular critical miss, a natural one, I will give you a hero point. Well, I still have two hero points, so it's fine if I use it for now. Yep. You, you don't have a lot, so you're good. Oh, it's another one! Yeah. If I re-roll this one? Uh, you, I, I don't think you can. You can't chain re-roll them, because that's also another nat one. Yes, you gain a hero point. All right. Damn! Oh, the game wanted me to use that mechanic, apparently. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a really See, low chance for that. Technically Ooh. speaking, because 
my gun isn't a gun, otherwise it would have misfired. And I wouldn't oh, be able to use it right Lord. now. Oh, Lord. That is uh, hilarious and depressing, yes. Alrighty, seeing as you are grabbed, Vega, he's gained a new action called Constrict. And he will squeeze you. Please make that fortitude save. Ready on a failure. I rolled absolute shit on this one. Congratulations. You take seven damage as he begins to squeeze the life out of you. You rolled two ones, by the way. That is. Yep. That's dog water, baby. Hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> All righty. And his, as his second action, he's going to strike out at dog. How dare you? You will not grab him as he's out of actions. He's slowly assessing your group. As he looks to you, Vega, he says, What shall you do? Scream in his face. All right, as you do uh, just that, he's indeed now frightened one. He flinches back ever so slightly as he's still holding on to you. He's not letting go, but he is indeed frightened, meaning his AC is lowered by a one. Now, as a reminder, Vega, um, you've been asking this and doing it. If you trip an enemy and they go prone, everyone after you gets the benefit from him being flat-footed. Because you have him flanked both you and flint will benefit from flat-footed just so you know so if you want to help your allies you can trip you don't have to because it does kill your next attack minus five's a lot it's up to up i'm to going you. to trip him all righty did she demoralize or did i miss that she demoralized it worked okay oh shit Great baby okay like does the trip also get rid of his uh prone uh his coat thing armor uh no it is not you, you, I, I guess you both go down together. He has a lot of deals on him. Dear God. Alrighty, you're able to critically trip this fool as he kind of crumples and basically takes a knee. He's still holding you up, uh, Vega. He takes no damage from the fall, unfortunately. Actually, you know what? I'll screw it. I'll, I'll say he takes damage from the fall because you got to crit. That's he awesome. Went, he took one damage. You didn't yeah. give me one. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the one. Normally, it'd be uh, resisted. And he's holding you up, looking at you as to say, mm, intriguing. And uh, smacking his face. Uh, yes, he is indeed. He is indeed taking the bleed damage. Oh, on his turn, did he? No. All right. Yeah, you definitely forgot. I definitely forgot. All right, that didn't do anything. What the hell? All right, still bleeding. Still got this the seven. Fine. All right, how much damage did you roll? Seventeen. All righty. After all the resistances and all the <laughs> and all the bullshit, Vega, uh, he takes five damage. Say what? Wait, so the I last did... thing he did was constrict Vega, right? Uh, he squeezed Vega, then slapped Flint. Yes. Well, dare he. I could make him do it again. What? On his Why? next turn. If he can. Yeah, if it's possible, I could make him do it again, but it's not really worth it. On no, that. You could, it might be worth it because then he can't stand up. Or, oh, true. Then he, would, then he would try to slap while prone. Yeah. Sure, and why not? I'll try to make him do that again. Yeah. Why not? This isn't going to go well with a will save. All right, unfortunately, a success. Why is failure crossing? Wait, uh, six. Wait, I'm confused. 16, but it's a DC 20? Let's see. That's a good question. Does he just auto-succeed will saves? Is it because he's undead? Because it's a mental effect? That wouldn't really make him That's entirely immune, yeah. which he is not. Yeah. Ah, the incapacitation trait. That's why. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I'll just uh, never get any real use out of that while we're fighting undead. It's fine. Shield. That one is due right. to his level and the level of the spell. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, so inca incapacitation basically increases their success rate or failure rate by one step so that you can't basically hit a boss with a, you know, mind control or something. Instant death spell, yeah. Yep, it does instant death. Uh, anything that's, like, really, really strong basically just work against not necessarily bosses, but things that are higher level than you, than you-ish, basically. It's, like, one or two higher effectively. Yeah, elite. Yeah. Elite effectively, yeah. Uh, good luck. I mean, that's fine. 
Alrighty, Arbleys, he's taking a knee. What you doing? Uh, well, Flint has a free action, so he's going to uh, bite. There's and the crit. crit. There's he's the crit. He's going to rip off the coat. Is his action, I guess. Alright, he's going to be real mad. Roll that damage. Jesus. Where did that come from? Damn. Uh, almost max damage on the rolls almost and then doubling it. Uh, he also has an arrow attack in there, it looks like, or no? That's, nope. No, that's uh, just precision damage, which he yeah, gets. Just precision. So, this crit does indeed strike, and uh, while initially <laughs> the damage is uh, reduced, suddenly many things are going to happen. So, armor's broken. And I haven't even taken any of my actions yet. Oh, that was the free one? <laughs> yeah. Nice. But you know what's even funnier? If I were to crit on my uh, with my new weapon, I would be rolling 3d12, doubling Ow. that. So my potential damage is like 60-something. Okay, all these things are going to happen all at once as he takes the crit. <laughs> I, I, I had to okay. adjust things properly because uh, it messed with his AC. I want to make sure it's the number it needs to be. So first and foremost, as Flint bites into him at first, he doesn't really seem to pay him any mind. He begins to wriggle this dog off. But Flint has a very solid bite and a very potent jaw strength. As he crunches into Alanoth, he tries to like writhe back and get Flint off him. And Flint goes angry mode, goes big mode, and he tries to flip Flint off. He's unable to. He begins to slash and strike in. And suddenly, uh, Vega, as you are first and foremost uh, looking at this nonsense, his coat bursts open and long segmented insect legs will begin to stretch out reaching for you. You're able to knock most of them away. You can see the entirety of his body is all red with swirling flesh and such, basically blanketing him from head to toe. Uh, the outside of his coat is still, you know, white, but it lays more limp now for whatever reason and begins to kind of flap and flop as he's trying to wriggle and get Flint off. He eventually does. and You notice that the coat is now Flaccid. I was trying to think of a better word. The coat's now flaccid. <laughs> mm. uh, seemingly, he's more open to attack, but you can feel a rage emanating from him as he doesn't have a face. Vega just swirls of flesh where his face would be. His head ticks as he looks toward you and says, Ah, so be it. We shall see. His AC has been lowered. He has an ex additional action and access to uh, other abilities. Other than that, Go nuts. Oh, sorry. The, the other thing. Sorry. One last thing. He screams as his reaction. Everyone go ahead and click that will save for me. As long as we're within 60 feet of him, which I'm pretty sure we all are. I wish I wasn't. Say the scream doesn't have to be radiation, right? Sorry, what? It doesn't have to be radiation damage, right? Well, what are you referencing? I'm not, I'm not getting it. <laughs> I got a bonus against radiation damage. Oh, my because God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, you guys are rolling well. What the hell? Holy I mean, shit! I would hope so. You all succeeded. Nice! By a lot, too. I mean, we we're all... still frightened, too, so... Yeah, still good. Oh, roll for Flint, I guess. All right. Nice! Also a success. Already, everyone seems to be doing uh, better than also being paralyzed for a round. Uh, Bunny? Yes. Yeah. I wasn't, like, one away from a crit success, right? You were not. A few off. Okay. Doing pretty solid, though. All right. Now I'm going to take my actual turn. <laughs> Step All right. One. And the other most important thing is that blanket resistance to everything is gone. Step one, I have now a gravity weapon. Step two, I reload my shot. And step three, I shoot him. This time not forgetting to apply my gravity weapon. Ah, oh, you have 
Okay, so you do have terrifying resistance. It wasn't a uh, a spell, but good to remember that. Okie dokes. All right. Fortunately, because he's flat-footed, you do indeed strike. Well, too bad. Nice. Thirteen. All right, a fourteen because he still has that bleeding. Oh, true. That's not going away. All right, these things are finally free from the egg sack that is uh the ceiling, and they will begin to move towards you all. Yeah, I'll try to deal with those next turn. Luckily, they're slow. Hopefully, it's also weak. Uh, they're indeed very slow. I mean, I can pew pew them from up here, actually. True, man. So first action, it'll slowly move towards Flint. Uh, second action, it's going to fling some goop at him. Ah, oh. uh-huh. Very nice for the dog. And then a second shot. Nice. All right, this one will do the same as they slowly reduce his reaction. Move towards the master. And now, flaming hot goop, we flung at you. I thought that said miss for a second because all the red <laughs> does a range. Yeah, penalty. almost. I'm like, it... a 25 does not miss. What? <laughs> they they should make the, the result a bit more clear, honestly, there. All good. Not a big deal. All right. As a heaping, stinking, flaming viscera is flung towards you, Vega, you're struck in the back of the head. I think it was saying that uh, if it wasn't for the rage band, it would have been a crit, actually. Uh, yeah, that isn't it. Would have. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what it was saying. All right. Two quick shots, both hitting you in the back of the head, both dealing 10 damage as they begin to burn into you. Let me see if there's extra bullshit with that. I don't think there is. I can't tell if her head is on fire because it's red. All right, melee only. You are safe. <laughs> Alrighty, after his screech, Elnoth is not feeling very good about this general situation. And, uh, well, first and foremost, he's going to strike out at the one that he has gripped with a nice little squeeze. Please Mark. make that fortitude save for me, Vega. Okay. Minus two. Oh, I said Oof, don't die. Up. Would you like to buy a vowel? Yes. All right. <laughs> Regular failure is much better. Critical failure is double damage. Pain? Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Yes, might want to drink the potion now. As he begins to squeeze you, you can feel your life essence being pulled away from you. Is it bleeding time? Alright, he gains temp HP as he squeezes away. Uh, for second action, he does indeed try to slap dog. Not dog. Sorry, dog. It's fine, oh, no. he's not standing up. This is Actually, true. no, he has an extra turn now, so he might. Uh, mm, let's see. I have extra actions. Uh, we, we won't use those. We'll just stand up. Yeah. And then the third action will just be to slap dog. Oh. No, you don't. Nice. Okay. That does not strike dog. All right. I already rolled the bleed. Flint is just hanging on from one of his limbs. It was eight. So we'll do that. And then we'll roll the flat check to see if he's still bleeding. Man, he is just not. This, this uh. <laughs> Your blood vendetta is putting in so much work. I'm fine yeah, with this. Bleeds for you and poisons yeah. and yeah. acids. Yeah, you're getting him. All right, he's we no longer. More, we should honestly use more of those. They're really good when they work. Yeah. All right, I he would is... do a whole bleed belt, but he is not doing so yeah. well. Oh, you can't stack bleed. So yeah, it's a bit, yeah, yeah. You want bleed acid? Anything that's different, they all stack as long as they're different. And dear God, <laughs> just walk away and let the dude melt. Uh, as yeah, I meant better than everything. As he stands, uh, he shakes the fear off. He's still indeed bleeding, Vega, and he is brought low. He's not doing well. You can very much tell he's in pain. He's still holding on to me, though, right? He's barely holding on to you, shakily holding on to you. I don't think, actually, is drinking a potion a thingy action? What's it called? Manipulate? Manipulate, yeah. I believe using any item is a manipulate action, yeah. Yeah, ooh, that's dangerous. 
And I will uh, swack. Oh, work it down. <laughs> I will swack again. Will you keep that critical failure? Does it harm me if I keep it? Uh, it does not, but you do get a hero point. Yes, I will keep it. All right, gain yourself a hero point. I, I literally can't not keep it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Free hero now, point. if you miss again, you can hero point it. <laughs> this is true. Is it worth it, though? No, probably not. Um, last. God, I had what I wanted to do, and it went out of my head. Well, you can't demoralize it again, sadly. Oh, yeah, I'm going to potion. Yeah, do note that it's dangerous. Yes. What is the potion? Because you have, uh, because you're grappled. Yeah, and then you, you uh, manipulate action. You have to do a flat check and beat a five, or you lose it. Like it's, Never it's mind. A low chance, but you know, like, do you lose the potion as well, or do you just believe, lose the action? I, I believe you. Uh, I think you lose the potion because you, you lose the spell definitely. Oof. Do I get another hero point? Uh, no, that wasn't a critical miss. Uh, you roll a seven. It's only when you roll a one. Okay. It's on that ones only, which is a little weird. With Pathfinder, it's a little hard to say. He could have tried to escape. Nope. All right, you, you just swung a couple times and took I your did. point. All right. I, that's uh, as Alanoth is uh, very close to death, he is swinging you about, hoping that you miss. And, you know, luck be a lady, you somehow do miss every single time. And he's uh, kind of cackling to himself. Close, close. Get him, gang. Get him. And then I shoot him in the head with ice. Hopefully I don't miss. Or maybe I will miss. We'll see. I miss. Just I roll. because of barely. the fighting again. Yeah, I will reroll and miss again. I swear that fighting is doing work. <laughs> Literally all of our attacks and things have missed because of it. Every little plus one. Yep. Oh, uh, once again, I will shield myself because I'm scared. Just ran out. And I'll reduce fear by one. Oh, well. Um, 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 well, I'm going to use one action to have Flint do his support action. Hyena, hyena. And sadly, I'm going to waste an action again because he can't do anything else right now. Um, wait, actually, should have my... Should Frighten have dropped one because I gained it in my turn? At the end of your turn, it goes away by one. Yeah, but it was a reaction. It was in my turn. I gained it. So should it have gone dropped by one at the end of my turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, second action reload, third action shoot. Hopefully not miss. Hey, there we go. Definitely not a miss. All right, 17. Very healthy. Almost max damage. Nice. Alrighty. And with this, he hasn't used his reaction. So the thing I was going to say <laughs> is using his reaction, you do strike him and he seems to go down. His body kind of grows limp and he actually will drop you, Vega. Uh, actually, go ahead and make me a reflex save, Vega. L low DC. Perfect. Okay. You are standing strong with a 26. You land on your feet with no issue as he drops to a knee again, very clearly at the end of his life. One of his long tendrils sinks into his chest, digs around something. And after some squelching sounds and some viscera begins to leak from him, he looks back up and turns his head towards Arbalist and says, Oh... All right, I see. And he is at one HP. I mean, great. My turn has ended. As he does that, more of these little buggers are going to move northward. The first one targeting Flint, a fling and a junk, and fling and a junk. My dog. The second one will do the same as they fire Fine. flaming awful at you. Hmm. Ooh, lucky the second one missed. Also, Arbalist, you would be feared zero because the first one would drop in your 
first turn, and then the second right. one would drop to there. So you would no longer have fear. And the same would apply to... I am fearless. The dog! Alrighty, back to the top of the order. Alanoth is clearly not doing so well, one might say. He looks down at Uvega, looks towards the flint, is looking all around, trying to see, hmm, hmm, which one should I fell? You're all equally annoying. Oh. For his first action, as he dropped you. Bet you won't attack me. He will uh, start. <laughs> Do you say that? Sure. I mean, he's, I'm the only one he hasn't attacked yet, so. Uh, sure. You know what? Cause you, your, your last strike did a lot of damage, so uh, maybe as you, like, scream to taunt him, he uh, will take that seriously, and his head, like, twists and looks towards you and goes, Oh, all right. And he fires a needle towards you. Huh. Doing pretty garbage damage, fortunately. <laughs> While he does strike, it's not all that scary, fortunately. Pathetic. Whips back around, and for his second strike, he'll go for Vega. Vega dies. You know, you say that. I roll three ones! <laughs> nice. Oh my god! Yes! That is hilarious. Oh lord. Flint, no. I mean, he's still fairly healthy. He definitely can't take a crit, though, but... Just a regular hit. Alright, he begins flailing around after he shoots one needle at Arbalist, swings at you, Vega, just wildly. It strikes but barely does any damage, and then he whips back around attempting to take down Flint. You can tell that some of your life force was sapped from these needles that strike at you and drink your blood. At the end of the turn, he is going to take more bleed damage. Well, that's unfortunate. And he dies. Oh, what? Wait. Why did, why did dog? Flint, no. Flint. Alright, now I'm gonna have to kill you, Yeti. All right. I dare kill my dog. He All right. bleeds to death. All right. Y yes, he indeed does bleed to death. <laughs> as MVP. As he hit me first. Yeah, for real. It is so much damage. As he turns looking around and looking about, he goes to right himself again, preparing for your next spell, Kane, or preparing for more whatever you're doing, Arbless with your dog. But he crumples and begins to fall over. He goes to take a step forward and goes, <clears throat> Truly, this shouldn't be the end. And well, he's life, buddy. locking eyes with you, Arbalist. And his final words as he falls and sort of crumples into himself says, You are an interesting one. And his body just falls limp and wetly to the floor. Unfortunately, these two uh, warblers are still moving towards you, Vega. She's no longer grapples, right? Indeed. She's standing strong. Yes. Well, kind of. Um, can I poke him? Strong with three HP. You may if you wish. Now, I will say from a distance, you can tell these dudes aren't uh, incredibly weak, but they're not strong. They're a dime a dozen. More were getting ready to be summoned, but you killed him uh, before uh, he could call uh, for them. All right. In, in that case. Oh, wait. I have to put my thing down to grab a javelin, don't I? It, yes. Uh, yes. One action to draw your javelin, and then one to check it. What? Oh. Why are you trying to heal it? Oh, I did have it selected. Give it to me. Yep, all right. You were healed for 15 as you quickly chug your fast access potion. Fortunately, you have range. You don't have to run that close, but you're more than welcome to if you wish. True. Swack. Uh, first what and foremost, a question. go ahead and roll me that fortitude save. Nice! I don't like that description of that. You don't like my my uh, malodorous smoke? No, no, I don't. All right, you've seen yeah, it. But... It's fine. Uh, weirdly enough, you've breathed this shit in before, Vega. 
I have. Yes. Gross. Is it from the same first encounter? Remember that? Oh God, it is. <laughs> it's a much smaller version of it, but it is still the same basic thing. A mishmash of a bunch of animals just welded together. You've smelled this before. And fortunately, because you succeeded, you are now immune to it for basically uh, a minute. I, I'm becoming immune. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you strike That's this beast. That's not how it works. Hey, as long as she thinks that. Let her believe it. Yeah, don't spoil my fun. Alrighty, Kane, you're up, dog. Now, do I help Vega or do I blast the other one? Blast. I mean, are they within 30 feet of each other? You can probably hit both, uh, right? No. Both, they need to be 30 feet within Kane. There's I'd have feet. to be like, I'd have to be like right here. Yeah. Oh, hmm, that's weird. So yeah, I'm just going to uh, blast this one. I can. No. Laser beam. All right, your ice laser strikes it. And you can tell it's relatively weak to ice. Surprise, surprise. Not down, but close to it in a single blow. And then I uh, rip out my guts to scare them. Excellent. As you do. That's how it works, right? Yeah. Of course. Alrighty, Arbalist, what you doing? Hmm. Arbalist, I'm going to have it Well, I'm going to have to reload. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if I shoot the one next to Waifu, then I'm going to get a minus two because it's behind her. Uh, minus one. Minus one. Yep, only lesser cover. Sure, I'm going to try to seal her kill. Wow. It's a secure. It's okay. a secure. Okay. I wish it could take 23 damage, but alas. <laughs> Man, I rolled so low on that damage as well. Yeah, for real, I saw a couple I ones there. Ones. Oh, one seven one, yep. And then double it, baby. All right, that thing just goes straight down as your arrow soars through, striking it, leaving it dead. One remains. It, it hits the thing and just evaporates, and wife is now covered in it. Immune to the stank, but yes, covered in it. And that's, uh, yeah, sure, that's two actions, and then I'll have Flint go to the other one. He's probably gonna have to make a wheel save as well, right? Easy, easy. Going into bite, yeah. Just you. Just, yeah. Uh, I say scroll up. Let me just relink it. All right, make me that forty-two save, dog. Dog, 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 dog. He does not like the smell. What? He's second one. Oh no! Terrible. Oh, actually, I shouldn't have done that much damage to it. Eh, it's fine. It had no health. I, You're good. I didn't have hunt prey on. Yeah. You're good. Even half of that would have killed it. <laughs> That's terrible. Meh. Too bad. And it's definitely not great. All right, as this is basically the only thing that remains, it will strike out at Dog, mindlessly moving forward. Mm. Missing mm. all three times as a mindless fool does. Vega, what do you do? Flynn's just playing with it at this point. Oh, he's one box too far. I mean, you could take two actions to move. And then flank it with Flint. Make sure you really crit it hard. Uh, okay, one I down. about that. One down. There you go. Sadly, it needs to be a cross for the uh, diagonals. The small boys, yeah. Noish! <laughs> that only hit because of flat footed nice. Yep, that only hit because of flat footed. Congratulations! <laughs> Excellent! Alrighty, as you charge in Vega, you are immune to the stank. So you do a quick and you slice this thing in twain. It looks like as if it's going to go for flint further, but it crumbles into mush as your blade leaves it. Ah, the air smells great here. Well, Flint is retching in front of you. <laughs> hey, Flint, what's wrong, bud? Yeah, well, his nose is a lot stronger than yours, that's what. Ah, I see. Now, do we need to make sure that this guy is actually dead, or was that a uh, mishap with the knives? The knives? Oh! <laughs> the other guy. The flesh knives. Yes. All right, after having 
Feld, Alanoth, curator of division, and his little gooey boys. The room seems quiet, just as smelly, but quiet. Is the thing above still wiggling? The big blob? The So is, is this a blob? And it's more a wet spot on the ceiling. It remains uniform in terms of, uh, I guess, concave like or convexness. Because, like, the stories we're telling about, like, a uh, a masterpiece, like it was working on that, maybe, is uh, our less worry at this point. No, gazing at it, it seems to be something else. Um, when you looked at it, light was coming through, which leads you to believe there's just more goo on the other side. Great, a goop tunnel. All right, and as you all look around, what do we do? We've got this big bad boy slumped. Yeah, These two little things sure are felled. Dead, I guess. Giving the quick, uh, quick up and down, you can definitely tell it's, it's, it's dead, no longer moving. Well, let's see if he had any, I don't know, loot? Any other precious things inside this laboratory? Uh, yes, laboratory loot. or notes or something about what he was doing and if he succeeded in how far he got physically on him nothing but looking around uh yes there are various tables and notes and things of that nature uh one thing you see near the very back back of the room uh is a table in which he had multiple instruments lined up and multiple things lined up as uh, most of them seem to be organs or something uh, similar to an organ. You're not really sure which beast or fowl this thing might have been from, or if he tinkered it and turned it into what you see before you. Something that you absolutely can not miss, though, is over to the right of all these items, is you see a singular red needle that looks like a quill. Oh, oh. There are three, actually. Two are corrupted, as the ones we've seen before. The third one seems to be uncorrupted. Similar to the one handed to you from Arter Vega. Wait, he has an uncorrupted one? One. The He's other two are corrupted. In the process of corrupting it, I guess. Maybe. Who knows? Let's take them. Yeah, uh, we'll take them. Uh, we gotta wrap them sure up, though. You, yeah, make sure you don't touch them with your bloody entire body. I'll wrap them up with something. I'm sure I have something. Alright, I'll put the, uh, the blood spine on Arbalist. That'll basically signify that there are indeed more. Uh, but that's, that's the one good one. Yes, well, I'm not gonna put it in. I'm tempted to. Without checking. <laughs> Just stab. No, I'm definitely going to have to Arthur check it out because, you know, you know, you never know. Oh, definitely. I don't want to end up being the, the only one with the defective uh, blood spine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You don't need a good one. Why do you get healing? Why do I take damage? <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm constantly dying? Ah. Hmm. Hmm. Alrighty. Another thing that we locate is what seems to be a necklace. It is uh, grouped with many of the other items and such that are here. Looking around it, rather than it being an ornate necklace, the design on it is multiple serrated blades. Uh, this seems to be probably collected from someone that entered prior and is sitting off with some of the other items. Well organized, sitting on these uh, tables, maybe for use later, or something along those lines. Does it have any significant meaning? If you would like to roll one of those to figure out what it is, you are more than welcome to do so. There's Arcana, Nature, Occultism, or Religion. Oh, good. Oh, thank God there's Nature. Well, I can do the Arcana and Occultism, I guess. One at a time. Oh, nice. You got the bonus from Seer Elf, identifying magic items. It applied automatically. Very cool. All right, you... You learn what this is. Indeed, they are. We can't see that. This is the Necklace of Knives! Whoever would like to hold on to it, Kane, you recognize this item. 
Hmm. Oh, useful. Kind of, I guess. I feel like that's less useful for me. I mean, I can hold on to it now unless someone else wants it. Take it. Okay, I'll throw it at Vega's face. Do you catch the knife necklace with your face, Vega? Uh, no, I'll catch it with my... With what? Is it actually knife? It's literally a knife necklace, yeah. yeah. You got this? <laughs> I mean, I'm... you can use them instead of your uh, javelin. I don't think I want to catch it with any part of me, so I'm going to dodge, and then I'll go pick it up. But you said throw it to me. I said give it to me. Fair enough. Yeah, but you're all the way over there. I don't want to walk. That's fine. I just don't think I don't trust myself to catch it. Not get. Fine, I'll throw it at you. I believe in you. (laughs) Oh boy. Do we need a hero point for that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Actually, yes, you all do get a hero point for uh, felling this big son of a bitch. So please add that. Good job. And uh, there's some other things from the uh, the prior dead, if you will. And similar to the last one, go ahead and roll that up. This one seems to be a pair of robes. Ready? Both Vega, all three, Vega, Arbalist, and Kane, you're all able to tell what this is. As you give the good old look over, you can tell this is the Duemo Reeve robe. Fancy. Quite fancy. Basically, once per day, you can gain the effects of a level one illusory disguise, except the illusion only alters the appearance of the robe, changing into another garment with the appearance of your choice. It will persist until the next action. You can dismiss it as an action whenever you'd like. I'm going to take these 10 minutes to heal Flint, by the way, at myself. Sure thing. Throw that boy some healing. So it's to like wear like a guard's outfit if we need one? Any outfit you can think of. That was an example. Um... Uh, I don't know. And I'll heal myself as well. Would you like to hold on to that cane? I can. I feel like that's something we'll just like pass around when we need it. Probably. You do need to invest in it though, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, I'll hold on to it for now, I guess. Alrighty. And then the last thing we find is quite unique. Go and roll for this one as well. I don't like not seeing my rolls. Terrifying. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Already technically, hmm, Vega got the closest. Yeah, no, you technically all did fail, yes. Vega got the closest, but... Can I re-roll? So, uh, if you I would like. Pointed. If you would like, you may. Yeah, you don't have to. Um, I can't reveal half the information, unfortunately. It's uh, everything or nothing. Like, How often can you do a roll for stuff like this, actually? Uh, basically once, and if you roll again, it's a higher DC, and I think you have to like wait 10 minutes or something, or an hour, I, I, I forgot. Basically, it takes some time to sit down and actually look at the thing. Uh, realistically, you can check it later. I'll say you're so close, Vega, with the three of you being relatively close, honestly. I'll go ahead and just let you know what it is. Uh, a Next to the coat. Uh, you see a small, basically, it's a small shrunken head that is attached to like an amulet. And it lays motionless as you guys are all kind of looking at it, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. That's cursed. You can basically cast a message into this thing. The eyes are currently closed. They will open. And next time it's active, it'll repeat the message. In a raging whisper. Or rasping whisper. I like raging whisper, though. Okay, oh. but it's, it's like a letter <laughs> where we have raging. to deliver it, right? You can give yeah. it to someone or show something. Basically, if you need to record something, this is your boy. It's a very weird way to record something, but if you want to imagine you're some like noir detective talking into a small shrunken head. That's so weird. God, I can totally see Dresden doing that. 
who I know. Yeah, exactly. This is this is a very trusted item. <laughs> who wants a small head? <laughs> who wants a little head? Hmm. Can't say no to a little head. I guess give it to Arbalist. Sure. sure. I get by. Can carry it around his neck with a little head for my friends. Beautiful. All right, and <laughs> unfortunately, there is not much money left in here. There is a very, very small amount. Uh, each of you can add uh, two gold. Sorry, three. Three gold each. Friend of math. I mean, I don't think he needed gold to no. raise the dead, so. No, it, it was tossed in the corner with uh, various ripped leathers and such. Literally no interest. So three gold each. I'm going to add three gold to my pile that I barely use. You will need it, though. Oh, I was going to remind you. Thanks for saying that. Uh, so you were asking, like, what to spend money on and shit. Uh, level one wand. Okay, I, I need to double check. But, oh, for, yeah, there we go. For a level one spell, it costs 60 gold. For a level two spell, it costs 160 gold. So you're basically buying a permanent spell slot with that money. So that's that's effectively, if you want to, like, be super efficient besides buying scrolls, that's a way to literally just buy permanent spell slots for your character. Wands. So save up 160. Scrolls, wands, and stays. Yeah, yeah, and staves as well. So staves are more unique. Uh, you, I think you can obviously... the distinction is that like once or staves need to be on your spell list, so you need to go to cast them, and once can be anything you want. I believe so. Yeah. So if there's some Wait, weird so spell. Why I just go for once then. Yeah, uh, I mean stave... the staves are very useful because they effectively give you extra spell slots as well. Yeah. So the, the you sometimes staves can cast like three different spells as opposed to like one, or it'll have access to um, unique effects basically. They also have like. Spell points, I believe. Yeah, they're they're are really they weird. Same cost. Yeah, they are they more expensive? They're more expensive because they're unique and can function differently. Um, I haven't like fully looked Once, into them. The lower level ones can only have one spell on a staff and have like many. Yeah, so you can have a staff with like you know fireball, something else, and something else. That's you know your fire wand. They're like a healing wand that has like you know three or four spells on it. I guess here, here spoiler. <laughs> um, the staff of healing. Has a, a few things on it. This is low. I don't think lowish level yeah. one, though, because it's healing is not in a spell race life. Oh no, I don't have healing at all. Yeah, so you can't technically use that spot. Yeah, so linking the staff of healing, it can do that basically. But it does exist. Yep, it has a cantrip and a spell in it. So but going on to that the, one as an example. You also have the wand of heal. I believe pretty sure that you can use. Yep, yeah, there's a whole bunch of options. Uh, so anyway, after after we, we, we look around. That's effectively all we find back here. A couple items he was holding on to, most likely going to uh, adjust them or change them in some way and just never really got the chance to. There are more of these sacks that are hanging from the ceiling. They are unsundered. They were shaking while Alanoth was alive, but they seem to have stopped now that he has been felled. Well, let's hope that, you know, it's burned. We set this whole place on fire? Very difficult, but yes, you can. I mean, the whole place, probably not. But his course, maybe. Um, there's, he's got no notes, right? Do you have any notes? Not from what you can see. In fact, looking around here, there's, I want to say surprisingly little besides, uh, I guess a lot of the loot and things that were brought here. This is very much a grave. It doesn't look like a full on research facility, mainly because it can't be one. It's, it, there's just not enough anything in here unless someone were to bring it physically to him. So sparse, very sparse. Well, then I guess we're done here, huh? Do we have any use for his body? Actually, we should probably bury it where someone's always watching it. Or, like, completely incinerate it? Uh, that too, yeah, yes. Sure. If you want to burn this thing, you're more than welcome to do so. Getting people up here to, like, clear this dungeon is not really feasible. It's kind of far off and, you know. Yeah. Well, not right now, at least. 
Oh yeah, not oh, right wait, now. I, like, <laughs> I don't have anything like good enough to just like I have oil. Burn his entire body. Yeah, oh, you guys can you, you do have oil? I have oil. Splash it. Would that burn his whole body? Because you need to like get the bones and everything. Only, too. Yeah, technically only a five feet area, but it should be good enough as a fire starter, I guess. I mean I we, can... we can just like drag it back and shove him in a furnace or something. We could do that too. I'll start dragging. Drag him outside and burn him up. Are we going to make a shed for the horses to a shed, a sled for the horses to pull? Sure, we can try. He's about I mean, the size of a horse, so are we not just gonna burn him like outside of the cave? I don't think just like setting up a fire would be good enough for that, but if it is, then I don't really You'll get him crispy. Yeah, I'd wanna like incinerate him completely. Yeah, the, the vibes I'm getting from Kane is I want this thing uh <laughs> I want him dead. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> How about you guys go outside to uh, start making carriage, and I'll tow the body out. Start the carriage. Yes. Vroom vroom. Start the carriage. We gotta like build a thing for the horse. All right. We Unless do have a... room for his body. <laughs> we, we do have a little bit of time to make a very quick makeshift sled. It really shouldn't be too hard. Just bundle some bundle some stuff together. You guys have rope on you. Not too big of a deal. You can tie it to a horse. The I mean, we can just take the head if we need to bring something no the whole no. damn thing i'm mostly saying incinerated so like no one can bring him back without like super high level magic uh, sure we're able to drag him outside relatively easily because we don't need to worry about the state of the body we can honestly just drag it behind the horses and just take chunks off of him on the way there that'll make it easier to burn him in the long run or you know like i said just makeshift some sticks just basic junk honestly uh, we don't we don't need anything too complex because we don't want him in one piece and <laughs> already want him to be uh, comfortable. So uh, with that, you guys are going to be returning back to Stone Crab at not a late time, but a late ish time. Uh, I'll calculate experience and everything and all the junk that we have indeed procured. Uh, we will we will not level, but we are, of course, getting there. Was there anything you want to look at this cave before we fully peace out? I'm fine with just leaving. I hate it here. I mean, if there was <laughs> if there was anything that stood out, sure, but I don't think so. Aside from the massive hole. Alrighty, sounds good then. There was nothing that was uh, pointed out that you all missed, really. So we are gravy. We're able to grab this big boy, saddle him up, head back to Stone Crab, and we will uh, pause there as we. Uh, <laughs> See, I don't like the way how you said that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to phrase it in a way where it's like, <laughs> no, there, there's nothing there's else. Defi there's definitely a secret room somewhere in this cave. Uh. Technically, but you found us another way to do it. You don't need to find all the secrets. They're, they're linked in different ways. Does that make you feel any better? <laughs> Two doors lead to the same room. I mean, yeah, you could probably come down the hall and up the waterfall or something. Uh, potentially. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so you were, you were asking this, Arbalist, uh, about that weird wet spot, right? Uh, yeah. On the ceiling. Okay, so I mentioned we'll, we'll we'll pause after this. So the wet spot on the ceiling. You were wondering what was going on there. So yeah, I, I mentioned some kind of tunnel. Yes, correct. So when something went through it, you saw light, as in sunlight, come through. And then after it finished going through, it kind of sealed. But there were there was a filtered sunlight coming through, as if it was coming through the goop. So were you to basically, as you guys are collecting sticks and stuff and getting ready to you know bring all enough back, uh, you notice that this hill that is bur this burial ground basically. Uh, on the side of the hill is a wet spot made of the exact same junk near some bushes and such. And you can tell that some creatures have been exiting via this uh, goo effectively and 
moving out into the wilderness, just in random directions. Mm. The very same little slimes that you killed. I probably need to inform them about that. Fortunately, you guys know with uh, leaving the area, the general uh, breathing room has been deactivated in a way. There are still some hanging from the ceiling. If you guys don't want to touch them, that's perfectly fine. Um, we didn't really mess with them, but when I say some, I mean like four, five. There weren't that many. There weren't like hundreds. I think we should probably come back later and just have someone set fire to the... Yeah, well, we can send have them send some people over for that. That works. We can definitely do that. Uh, so with all those notes, and I, and I guess clarifying that part there, no, there's nothing else to find. Don't worry. <laughs> we head back to Stone Crab, and we'll pause... Where is, <laughs> Where is he? Where's the uh, secret? <laughs> Tell me! <laughs> we'll pause there, and we'll a lot experience and all that good shit uh, next week.